Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, it's football season. We had a football game last night. How about that? The Hall of Fame game with Dallas and Pittsburgh. And yeah, I know that you don't see the starters on the field, but who the hell cares? It's football, which means that it's not going to be too much longer before they are kicking it off for real. But there seem to be some problems going on in the National Football League. Let me first of all tell you that today's podcast is brought to you by New Works Plumbing of Sacramento. Locally owned for over 20 years, leak detection, waterline repair, bathroom plumbing. New Works Plumbing is a full-service plumbing solution, no matter how small or how large a plumbing problem, they've got a fix for you. And remember, their expert technicians are available to you 24-7 for all of your plumbing needs. Just go to newworksplumbing.com. That's N-E-W-W-R-X plumbing.com. And I'm sure if you're like me, you're tired of hearing about COVID every single day around the clock. And I don't, this is not political. I don't care whether you are Democrat or Republican. I don't care who you vote for. That doesn't matter to me. Because I talk about reality. And what's going on right now in the National Football League and other sports as well, but due to the fact that we had a game last night and training camps are going on and there's been a lot of news coming out of camps due to the number of players, I thought I would spend a couple of minutes talking about this today. All right, Mike Zimmer has really been outspoken as it relates to the vaccine. All right, earlier this week on Monday, he said this, Going through all the things you had to do last year with masks, protocol, traveling, can't leave for a day, can't go out and see your family and all the things, can't go out to dinner on the road, have to wear masks on the plane, all that stuff, it was just difficult. I just don't understand. I talked to the team, and like I said before, there are quite a few guys that are just against it. I'm not going to be able to change their minds, so it's like half the country, I guess. And I don't know if it's half the country, but yeah, it's very divided. And what do we say in sports? All for one and one for all. That's pretty much the theme, particularly, you know, when you're talking about the National Football League, because if you can't put your best players on the field, you have, uh, well, your chances of winning are not as good. And it's not only in the National Football League, We're seeing this in society, and we're seeing a lot of division. And people are pushing one another away, 
based on their personal beliefs. I mean, we saw it leading up to the last presidential election. We saw families divided. We saw friendships ended. And you look at what's going on right now in COVID, and there's a lot of hostility out there. I mean, I thought it was very interesting when Charles Barkley was on uh, with Bob Costas on HBO's Back on the Record, and, and Barkley said this to Costas, every job you go to has rules. I think there should be mandates to get vaccinated. And if you don't want to live by the rules at your job, you have the right to get fired. You do have rights, but there's certain things I can't do at my job. There are certain things you can't do at your job. I think in all sports, it should be mandated that you have to get vaccinated. And if people don't like it, they have the right to walk away. Very interesting comments from Charles Barkley. But there are players in the National Football League, many at the quarterback position and other high-profile positions, that don't feel that way. Here's Ryan Tannehill, the quarterback of the Tennessee Titans. Quote, if you don't fall in line, the NFL is going to try and make your life miserable because of the protocol. I wouldn't have gotten the vaccine without the protocols that they are enforcing on us. I think it's a personal decision for each of us. They are trying to force our hands and ultimately have forced a lot of hands by the protocols. It is what it is. Very interesting, is it not? And then you have the tight end of the Chicago Bears, Jimmy Graham, who yesterday came out on social media questioning the NFL Players Association because he said that he was he felt forced to get the COVID-19 vaccine. Quote, was basically forced into getting the vaccine. Now I'm just confused. He said, I've done everything I've been asked, and now I feel like I'm being punished. That's because of the new NFL guidelines and protocols as it relates to COVID. All right. Then you got Kirk Cousins, all right, who just returned to the practice field after having to be away from the team because of COVID protocols. You ready for this? He said that he thought about surrounding himself with plexiglass in the quarterback room. Now, he was asked why he would do that when a vaccine would be far more effective and efficient. You know what he said? My decision is personal and private. Then you get Cole Beasley of the Buffalo Bills. Remember last month when he tweeted that he was not vaccinated and would, quote, live my one life like I want? Well, it was just a couple days ago he said that he believes the NFL is withholding information about vaccinations from players, adding, I'm not anti or pro-vax, I'm pro-choice. So, where does this all lead to, okay? Is there division among players in NFL locker rooms? Because just in the last week, We've seen Lamar Jackson test positive for COVID, not able to practice. I mean, not only was Kirk Cousins not able to practice, Jake Browning, who, of course, 
for those of you listening in the Sacramento area are very familiar with him, the standout quarterback at Folsom High School before he went and started for four years with the Washington Huskies. I think he's the fourth quarterback on the Vikings roster. And on Saturday, he took all the reps. That's right, this past weekend, he took all the reps in a practice that was open to the public because Mike Zimmer didn't have the other quarterbacks available due to COVID protocols. You've heard from Ron Rivera, the coach of the Washington football team. He has been extremely adamant in pleading with his team to get vaccinated. Their vaccination rate, although we don't know for sure, from what we are hearing, is not very good. And Ron Rivera, who is a cancer survivor and has to be very careful with his health, came out pretty hard to his players as it relates to getting vaccinated. And and so what happens when the season begins? What happens if players can't play because they test positive for COVID and their team ends up losing a game because of it, right? Now, Rivera, again, has been very outspoken on this. And I think it was just four days ago, it was Monday, maybe Tuesday, when Washington had its seventh player go on the reserve COVID-19 list, all right? And Rivera then said, I think it was over the weekend I read, that multiple players had signed up to be vaccinated on Sunday, and Rivera was quoted as saying he was very pleased with the turnout for the vaccine event that they held on Sunday. Now, this is very interesting. What happens if two players are battling for one spot? Would a player's vaccine status be held against them? Ron Rivera answered that question, absolutely not. It was a very fair question. I thought it was a very good question, and he said, absolutely not. Why am I bringing all of this up? Okay, the Chicago Bears on Wednesday put four reserve COVID-19 list, all right? Four players on the reserve COVID-19 list. It's going on all over the National Football League. We're seeing it more and more. The NFL season starts in September, okay? We are approaching the second week of August real quickly here. I mean, what happens when the NFL season begins if we have these issues? Remember what Charles Barkley said. We're now hearing this about corporations and what's the popular word right now, the popular term, the Delta variant, all right? I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I read. I listen. Where's the next variant coming from? And we all think that, gee, fans are just going to be allowed to go into the stadiums and into arenas. Why are we so sure about that? What makes you so sure that you're going to be able to go in an NBA game or an NHL game this winter if we have this variant or variants become such a big problem once again in this country? Why do we think that you're going to be able to have 75,000 people at an NFL stadium with no issues. And 
as far as Barkley goes, you know, we're seeing about getting in the certain cities, going in the restaurants, you know, you need your vaccine passport, you know, vaccination passport or whatever the hell they call it. Well, is that going to be the new way of life? Are you going to need that to get on an airplane? Are you going to need that to go into a game? Are you going to need that to go watch a play? Are you going to need that to go watch your son or daughter's game? I mean, isn't that where we are heading? I mean, again, I'm not trying to be political here. I'm just asking the question. It appears that's where we are heading. But if you can't force players in pro sports to get vaccinated, and although I read that the vaccination rate in the National Football League, I believe I read this on Wednesday, is over 85%, well, that means there's 15% that's not vaccinated. I did that math at Bowling Green State University, by the way, if you're keeping score at home. If you have 15% of players in the National Football League that aren't vaccinated, what happens? I mean, what's going to happen when the season begins? And is this not going to create some big-time issues in locker rooms? I mean, again, all for one and one for all. What's going to happen in locker rooms? Is there going to be a lot of hostility? Is there going to be a lot of finger pointing? Think about it. If you're out there busting your ass every day, you're putting your body on the line, and you've got a couple of guys that don't want to get vaccinated, and they screw it up for everyone else, well, I could see that being a real, real issue. Speaking of the National Football League, going to be quite a weekend in Canton. The class of 2020 and 2021 are going to be enshrined due to COVID. The 2020 class is going to get enshrined on Saturday, and then the festivities will continue on to Sunday. I can't name all the individuals that are going into the Hall of Fame. I'm thrilled for Tom Flores, who I had a chance to work with for a couple of years when I was doing the Raiders on TV, although At the time, he was doing radio, but we were in a lot of meetings together. We had a lot of conversations together, and I have a lot of respect for him and what he accomplished. Uh, Two-time Super Bowl winner, and uh, congratulations to Tom Flores. Drew Pearson, I don't know why it's taken so long for the former Cowboy to get in to the Hall of Fame, but better late than never for Drew Pearson. Back when the pandemic first began, In March of, what, 2020, um, I had Drew on the radio show in Sacramento, and his interview was phenomenal. Absolutely loved it. Really enjoyed talking with him. And, I, 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 again, I don't know why it took so long for Pearson to get into the Hall of Fame. Another guy that is going into the Hall of Fame is a guy that, I didn't understand why it took so long because every time I watched him play for the Philadelphia Eagles, he was a difference maker. And I am talking about Mr. Carmichael. And I call him Mr. because every time he played against uh, my favorite team, the Giants, uh, he kicked their ass. Uh, The guy was absolutely unbelievable. Guardable. And when I think about his impact in the 70s and the early 80s, Harold Carmichael 
was a dominant player. He began, I believe he played or ended his career in Dallas. But in 1971, when he came into the Philadelphia Eagles, the guy was tall, he was lanky, and he made big play after big play after big play. And here's another guy that, to me, should have been going into the Hall of Fame earlier than now. But as I said, better late than never. But those are some of the guys that I wanted to really point out, uh, beginning with Tom Flores, and then, of course, a guy that I don't even think it's debatable. Um, you, you can't have the conversation of greatest quarterbacks of all time without putting Peyton Manning on the list. You may not have him one. You may not have him two. But Peyton Manning is on the list. All right? Plain and simple. To me... And I started watching the NFL in 1962 with Y.A. Tittle, at quarterback. So I've seen a lot of quarterbacks, all right? And to me, Peyton Manning is one of the top five quarterbacks of all time. So no one should be surprised that he's going into the Hall of Fame and a first ballot Hall of Famer because he's one of the all-time great quarterbacks. And he lined up and played every week. Think about this. 18 seasons, he played what? Just under, what was it, 266 games, I believe. First overall pick in 98. I told you the story about that, right? You know, we used to have Jim Moore when I worked with Mike Lamb, the then coach of the, well, he wasn't the coach when we had him on, but he was the coach of the Colts when they took Peyton Manning number one. And Jim Moore comes on the radio, and we ask him about leading up to that draft. And he said that they brought in both Peyton Manning and Ryan Leaf for interviews. And Jim Moore said to us on the radio, he asked the same questions to both guys. And one of the questions he asked was, if we select you with the first pick, what are you going to do? And Peyton Manning said, well, I will be in your building the next day with my playbook, and I'll be getting to work. And Ryan Leaf said, well, I'm going to be getting my buddies, and we're going to go to Hawaii and celebrate. And Jim Morris said that that was a very telling answer. And as we know, Ryan Leaf went on to be a bust. And Peyton Manning, the first pick in the 1998 draft by the Colts, one of the greatest quarterbacks in all time. I mean, you think about this, 14 seasons with 4,000-plus yards passing, four Super Bowl appearances, winning two of them. And he played every single game. I think he, he, he lined up almost every single week. That's what's amazing to me. You know, you think about that. He played 266 games. He started in all of the 266 games but one. Think about that. Think about longevity. Think about lining up and being there for your team every week. Truly an incredible quarterback, uh, Peyton Manning. So that's tomorrow and Sunday in Canton, Ohio. And again, a real special personal congratulations to a guy that I respect the hell out of uh, in Tom Flores. I could not be happier for the former coach of the Raiders, the Seahawks, former professional football player. I am really happy for Tom Flores getting his due and going into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It is now time for our Crowd Ultra Q&A. If you have not signed up, it takes about a minute. Just go to CrowdUltra.com, sign up, and maybe I'll answer your question right here on my podcast. All right, we start with Ben. 
Did you hear Tamara Mensa Stock's interview after winning gold? You know what, Ben? I did. I had never heard of her before the Olympics, the Olympic gold medalist in wrestling. And I will tell you, Ben, that it's what the Olympics is all about. Her euphoria, her just love for the United States, wearing the flag around her shoulders, talking about how much she loved being a representative of Team USA and that she wanted to be a role model for future girls coming up in sports. I I thought it was phenomenal. And again, I had never heard of her. And I'm not even going to lie to you. I didn't even know they had women's wrestling. I didn't even know it existed in the Olympics. She is everything that's right about the Olympics. Phenomenal, Ben. Absolutely phenomenal. All right, Martin asked, have super teams killed the spectacle of the dream team? No, because that dream team, there will never, ever be anything like that. I mean, you think about all of the great players, the greatest players on that one team. You know, Magic and Bird and Barkley and, you know, we can go on and on and on. You know, you you know, I mean, are you kidding me? Jordan. I mean, you, know, you think about that. Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Charles Barkley. I mean, you know, I, that, that you know, Chris Mullen was on that team. That that team was absolutely unbelievable. Sheldon asked, what do you think of Doug Christie joining the Sacramento, Sacramento Kings coaching staff? Good for him. He's always wanted to coach. This is a great opportunity for him. I wish him the very best of luck. Uh, he's got a real passion for it, and I think he'll do well. We move on. Let's get to Mike. Does adding Scherzer and Hamels show Bauer is never coming back? I would think yes, Mike. That's a very good point. I think that's exactly what. I think Trevor Bauer and the accusations against him and what he's facing, plus uh, it's been reported that there is very little support coming out of the Dodgers locker room for him. Yes, I think getting Scherzer and Hamels definitely shows where things are heading as it relates to Trevor Bauer. Let's get to Alex. Do you believe Philip Rivers saying he may return? Yeah, he said that in December or January. If, uh, uh, you know, there's a team that's in contention and they need a quarterback, he could return. Would not surprise me. Would not surprise me at all. Adam says, what do you think about the Big 12, Pac-12 possibly merging? Adam, based on what's going on right now in college athletics, I think that anything is possible. Jason wants to know, hey, Grant, what's your take on the high jumpers choosing to share gold? Again, it was one of the great moments thus far of the Olympic Games in Tokyo. It's phenomenal. It's what the true essence of competition is all about. To me, it's the true essence of the Olympics. And I'd say right now, to me, that's probably the highlight for me in these Olympics, which are still going on. All right, Andre says, do you think the Bulls can make the playoffs with their new additions? Yes, I do. I like what they did. I think they made some really good moves. Absolutely. Rich wants to know, do the Lakers now have the best roster in the NBA? Yeah, they probably do. If you have LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook, yes, I know those would say, well, wait a minute, you know, Durant's better, Harden, and Irving right now as a total three of the nose, but I'm looking at the surrounding cast that the Lakers have. 
You know, the Nets lost a few good players. Uh, yeah, I think the Lakers do right now have the best roster. Sam wants to know, has anyone's Olympic performance impressed you? You know, a lot have impressed me. Um, too many to name, but I'll start with the lady that we talked right off the top with, you know, Mensa Stocks. I, I'm just so impressed with her and everything that she represents. But, yeah, there's been many, uh, many. Now, I would say this. I haven't watched the Olympics as much as I normally do, and I think I'm in the majority, not the minority. I've been looking at the Olympic ratings. Terrible. Absolutely horrible how bad the ratings are for this year's Olympics. So I haven't been watching the way I normally do. Boy, how about United States track? How embarrassing is that in terms of the men and the 4 by 100 relay? In the heat, didn't even get to the finals, finishing sixth. That race on Wednesday night, Thursday morning over in Japan. How embarrassing was that? I mean, that was awful. How about Carl Lewis? Did you see Carl Lewis coming out and ripping the United States track team? That's bad news. Bad news. Uh, Mark wants to know if I watched the world record holding American shot putter. I did. I, I watched that again on Wednesday night. Uh, the Americans taking gold and silver in that. That's that's phenomenal to me, the shot put and the distance that they get on that. Incredible. Dave asked, hey, Grant, is there a question you haven't been asked yet that you've wanted to answer? You know what, Dave? That may be the best question that I've received on my podcast since doing this in conjunction with Crowd Ultra, And the answer to that question is, Oh, yes. The second answer to that question is it's not up to me to tell you what that question needs to be. But, oh, yes, there is. Excellent job, Dave. Excellent, excellent question. Let's move on. Reed asked, did you see the Olympic female weightlifters asked about the transgender who was competing? I did, and I thought it was great. They had nine or ten seconds of silence. And then one of the weightlifters said, no, thank you. Thought it was handled beautifully. Justin wants to know, do you think Nemanja Bialica is a good fit for the Warriors? I do because when I look at that roster and I look at how they play and I look at their ability to spread the floor, I think Bialica can come off the bench and I think that he can be a very good addition for the Golden State Warriors. Donovan says, are you watching any Summer League this year? No, I am not. I don't watch a lot of Summer League to begin with, Donovan, so I'm not going to watch it this year. No, I will not watch one second of it. But again, for the record, I don't watch a lot of it anyway. Nick from New York. Should the Knicks be doing more in free agency? You know, we're still talking about the Knicks, right? You know, are they going to get the top of the line free agents to go there? Randall signed the big deal. Good for him. He had a monster year. You know, they get Walker on a, on a two-year deal. They made some other moves. Eh, I, not really. I, I still don't think the Knicks are that desirable of a location, even though Tom Thibodeau did a nice job. Knicks finishing fourth overall in the East last year. Of course, they lose to Atlanta in that 4-5 matchup in round one. I don't still think they're a top-tier de- destination. Maybe, but not right now. Not right now. Keith wants to know, will Hassan Whiteside and Rudy Gobert 
play side by side? I don't think so. First of all, I am not a Hassan Whiteside fan. I, anyone that's listened to me knows how I feel about the guy. I would not want him on my team. I think the guy's a waste. I, I think he's an absolute waste. I don't know why anybody would want Whiteside. I mean, how many times you got to watch the guy play? He only comes to play when he wants to. I mean, why do you think Miami let him go? Why do you think Portland let him go? How come the Kings don't want him? I mean, there's very simple, very simple answer to this. Because the teams that he played for don't want him. Now he goes to Utah. Like, what's he going to do there? I, I think that is a terrible fit for the Utah Jazz. Terrible fit. All right, let's get to Trevor. Does Ben Simmons play a game for the 76ers next season? I'm going to say no. What do you say, Trevor? I'm going to say no. I still think that a deal will be worked out. I know that from what we hear, the Sixers are asking for the world in return for Simmons, but I also think it's gotten to a point where it's going to be very difficult for him to go back and play there. Matt says, did you hear about the New York Giants brawl? I did, and I will tell you, I've covered NFL training camps for, gosh, well over 30 years. these, These things go on all the time. It's just been publicized a lot. I mean, we know what Joe Judge did. He lined the guys up. They ran sprints, 100-yard sprints. They did push-ups. Uh, he was ticked off. But these fights and, you know, used the term brawl, and I guess for all intents and purposes it was, that is not that uncommon in the National Football League. Casey asks, was it a mistake for Steph Curry to re-sign for so much money? A mistake for who? You can't, it's not a mistake for Curry. Listen, Steph Curry has been the Golden State Warriors. Steph Curry is the main reason for the resurgence with the Golden State Warriors. He's the main reason why they have the championship banners hanging above center court. So, no, I don't think it's a mistake. He deserved it. He's earned it. And even if it's like... Oh, really good for the first two years and not so good for the next two years. He's earned it, and the Warriors did the right thing by giving him that money. Henry wants to know, do the Suns win a title before CP3 retires? I don't see it. You know, I thought they had their best chance this year. They're up to love, and then they lose four straight. They took advantage of the Lakers being injured. You know, I think it's going to be very difficult for the Suns to win a championship Even though I think they're going to be good for a couple of years, I don't see them winning a championship. Russell asks, how does Kyle Lowry help the Miami Heat? I'll tell you how he helps the Miami Heat. He's a hell of a player. I love Kyle Lowry. I just love everything about the guy. He is, first of all, a really high-character person. I have so much respect for him. He is a tough player. He is a gritty player. You know what else I love about Lowry? He loves the ball in his hands at the end of games. And when you think about what that team has done and some of the players that they have added to go along with what they already have, Pat Riley once again doing a masterful job with the Miami Heat after a disappointing playoff. They got blown out in four by the Bucs. I think they lose game one last year's or this year's playoffs in overtime. Then they get blown out in the next three after being in the NBA Finals the year before in the bubble. I think they're right back there. I love the move. Now, they've given a lot of money to players that probably won't be that good at the back end of their contract. I think it's the type of deal where if you are a fan of the Miami Heat, it's probably the first two years is what you're looking at, their best chance 
to get back uh, to the big dance. But I love I love Kyle Lowry. I think he is a phenomenal, phenomenal addition for the Miami Heat. It's time for Grant. Today's rant is brought to you by the Home Theater Company for your audio, video, and home theater needs. Just go online, hometheatercompany.com. NFL training camps are going on, and I chuckle when I read reports about how good certain players look, particularly quarterbacks, from reporters that are covering training camps, particularly those that make a trip to all 32 and are only there for a day or two. And I'm really referencing the young quarterbacks. I'm reading a lot of great things about Trey Lance, who the 49ers took very high in the draft, who is the backup currently to Jimmy Garoppolo. And you know what? If you're a 49ers fan, you like hearing that. I did read a quote from Trent Williams saying there really is no quarterback competition now. Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback. But he also had a lot of superlatives for Lance and thinks that he's going to be a big-time star in the league in the future. Here's how I look at quarterbacks, okay? I don't get impressed when I read that somebody made a great 40-yard pass down the sideline. Every quarterback in the NFL can make that throw, okay? Here's what I do know about quarterbacking in training camp. If you're playing QB, you know, first of all, you're not going to get touched. You're not going to get a hit. So you don't have to worry about ending up on your ass. That's number one. Number two, you're seeing the same defense every day. Number three, when the preseason starts and you're playing in exhibition games, you're going against very vanilla defenses. So we won't know how a quarterback is going to be until they get into regular season action. And then we still may not know. Now, there are quarterbacks that step onto the field and you are like, wow, they're the real deal and they are going to be really, really good. And then there are others that take a little bit longer to develop. I love the Niners. I love the fact that they've given the keys to the car for right now to Jimmy Garoppolo. That's the way it should be. If you're a 49ers fan, go ahead and get excited about your young quarterback, but he's not playing right now. Okay, and don't get too infatuated with all the great things you're reading about him in practice. Let's see how he does when the regular season starts, when he gets his opportunity and he's going against real live defenses that are game planning for him. All right. Once he gets through that hurdle and starts really progressing, then I will be impressed. I mean, I look at a guy like Justin Herbert. Now, here's a guy that I've just impressed with unbelievably and what he did last year. That's a guy that's got big-time talent. There's no doubt about that. When I look at Burroughs, when I look at what he did with Cincinnati, that's a big-time talent. Didn't need a big adjustment period. You can watch him play for two or three games against the regular defenses in the season, and you're like, oh, boy, this guy's going to be really good. Too bad that he tore his ACL. Other guys, it takes a little bit longer. But again, I need to wait until I see these guys play in regular season games before I'm told about how great they are. Stop it with that nonsense. And that's my rant for today. Hey, don't forget to check out my video rants over on YouTube. And if you are listening via Apple Podcasts, it would mean a lot if you would just take a moment and rate the podcast and leave a comment. It's always great to have you on board listening to If You Don't Like That with Grant Napier.
step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChompaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.